0: Previously on Myth, Tarot, Love, we examined the Page of Cups and Eros. Today's show will focus on the Knight of Cups and Jason.
1: Myth and tarot, where do the ideas go? Let's talk about stories, cups, and symbols.
0: To Myth, Tarot, Love, a show about ancient stories. And new age wisdom. I'm Biddy, your expert in classics. And I'm Rose, your resident tarot practitioner. Welcome
1: back, everybody. Ho- Happy holidays. Yes. Ho- hopefully holidays uh, are still in progress, but if not, hope they were good. And uh, hope you didn't catch the holiday sick. Like someone. I did. <laughs> I caught the holiday sick. It's not fun. No. So if you're in the holiday sick, I hope you're
0: cozy with blankets and listening to this in a good place. Yes. With some lemon, ginger, honey, tea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something I like to call you. it my sicky Kool-Aid actually. Ooh. Sicky Kool-Aid.
1: Sicky Kool-Aid. All right. That's a good uh, one. Because it's like sweet and lemony and it's yellow and I'm like, oh, it's like Kool-Aid for sick people. Yes. <laughs>
0: Kool-Aid for sick people. Kool-aid I like it. Kool-Aid for sick people. We're also it's playing good. a
1: game with each other right now, Biddy and I. Uh, one where we are trying to not laugh. And that is a very difficult game. I think I'm going to win. I agree. Oh, I already won once. And it's just going to be like several several bets
0: this well, way. It's like when it's uh, it's like that thing where, where someone tells you don't do... Like anything. Don't don't, don't don't think about purple elephants. Yeah, and then all you're going to think about is purple elephants. So, thinking not to laugh, all I'm going to do is laugh. Plus, I'm a giggly person. Yes. But we both are. We both
1: are. Yes, that's true. uh, We realize that laughing sounds very loud on our um, podcast. So, we're going to try and do that less. We'll
0: do our best. We'll be laughing in
1: our hearts. Yes.
0: Yes. As our chests
1: like tremble from keeping it in. We'll just like (laughs) snort laughter. Anyway, so today we're talking about the Knight of Cups. Yes, and uh, there was a really interesting relation that we we made between uh, the court cards and another like we made a connection between court cards and. <laughs> Something called the Meyer Briggs personality types.
0: Yeah, I think we we established uh, that connection just after we stopped recording the last episode. Yeah, and well, I kept and saying and had, like, like, oh wow, well,
1: like I kept t- mentioning like, oh, when I think of the page of cups, I'm thinking of an INFP personality type because it has so many relationships with the way they are they're described. So if you don't know about Myers Briggs personality types, I'll I'll kind of do a quick rundown for you guys. Um, it is a personality system uh, that is based off of how introverted or extroverted you are, uh, how intuitive or sensing you are, uh, feeling or thinking, and then perceiving or judging, which is basically how you like dealing with um, with projects or uh, completing assignments, I'm going to say, mm-hmm. right? Um, yes, so... There are sixteen of them in total, and there's actually sixteen court cards as well. And I realized that oh my goodness, there's actually this overlap between the sixteen personality types and the court cards. So I'm gonna start. So uh, when we when we talk about court cards, I'll I'll give you a little uh, description of the personality
0: type. And and again, and, the court cards are the page, knight, king, and queen of each suit. Exactly. Okay. So uh, let's recap recap so we've got our major
1: arcana in tarot right The major arcana are cards that are like strength and death and the world the world yes um so these are very powerful cards these are the cards that have um a lot of raw energy in them and they they follow a, they follow a cycle if you will they represent uh the cycle of, a, of journeys in general and then you have more particular suits of cards, and this is where you have the 13 cards per suit. So you have your cups, your swords, your wands, and your or or your rods. A lot of people call wands mm. and rods. Um, and then you have your pentacles, right? So these are your 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 actual suits of cards. And so we've been talking about the cups all the way through. Uh, we started with the Ace of Cups, went. From Ace 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. And then last week we talked about the Page of Cups. And the Page of Cups was our first court card that we talked about. So these are actual people that are represented in the tarot. And there's 16 of them.
0: <laughs> and 16 personalities. And there's types. 16
1: personalities. So I thought this was a really cool overlap there um, that uh, a newer personality system would happen to match up so closely with an old tarot system um however in the tarot something that is kind of different from this personality thing is that uh there's this belief that all of the personalities can lie within any person
0: like Mm -hmm. for the like for the Myers-Briggs or for the tarot for the tarot right okay so like in Myers-Briggs you're only one personality oh and in in the court cards, you can be kind of a combination of... You can be a combination of them. Uh,
1: It depends, like, and it can change at different times of your life. Okay. Right? Like, um, I know someone uh, where almost every time I would do a reading for them, the page of swords would come up. It's like, oh, you're a little shit starter. You know, (laughs) but uh, eventually that person um, would, like, actually outgrew that and started showing traits of another court card okay um that would start appearing to represent them instead right so it was uh like however you know there are still times when i think anyone can be a page of swords anyone can be a page of cups or a knight of cups it's just uh it it kind of talks about how you are approaching a situation right so um so when we're talking about court cards we're talking about the kind of person that you are acting like Mm, right so it's not so much like a personality right although there is definitely a personality that's associated with each court card
0: okay gotcha so which one is associated with the knight of cups then
1: i personally think of the enfp personality type um so this is an extroverted intuitive feeling uh and perceiving person so someone who really likes to live in the world of ideas someone who but is also very action oriented Uh, so last week when we talked about the page of cups the page is also very much in this world of ideas and and very feeling very emotional but they're introverted as opposed to extroverted Mm. Um, so they're more content just staying in that world of ideas Um, so i mentioned you know that infp personality type instead of the enfp and then in the knight of cups you've got definitely this extraversion and action that's happening so knights in general in, tar- in tarot are very action oriented um they can be messengers and in the, p- the particular knight of cups he often is a messenger so i'll describe the card a little bit you've got um so you you have this knight who is on a a white horse and he's carrying a cup forward uh as if it has some sort of um great message Uh, i very much feel like he's in the position of a messenger and there's a few symbols that make him appear to be more of a messenger as well he has these wings that are on his feet as well as wings that are on his helmet. And this is very much associated with Mercury, right? Like, yeah, Mercury
0: and, or Hermes, they're, they're the yeah. same, Greek versus Roman, and he is the messenger god. Yes, yeah. exactly.
1: But once again, his armor is actually um, donned with fish. So this is very much this um, emotion and intuition. So last week, the Page of Cups had a fish in his cup that he was kind of talking with, right? Um but now the, the Knight of Cups is wearing fish. And fish is very much uh, a, sp- a special symbol for water and intuition and the subconscious. And he's wearing them on his clothes. So this is, this is part of who he is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, he is walking in this landscape. So, his, well, his horse is walking. <laughs> his, horse, his horse is uh, trotting through this, this landscape. Um very elegantly, actually. It's kind of like yeah, the horse. It is post. almost like a
0: strut. Like he just has his leg up, kind yeah. of. Like he's not very running. proper. He's not. It is like it looks like he's going somewhere, but he's not.
1: It's more like, of a presentation yeah. than it is a, a a need to get there as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a very urgent message. If it mm-hmm. is right, it's it's more like for the presentation if anything. Yeah. And
0: I guess maybe to show that he is moving forward as opposed to just standing in one spot, it yes. is like yeah. showing motion. They're
1: they're facing towards the right, which generally says moving forward instead of looking back. And uh in the landscape, you've got this it's almost like a desert landscape, mm-hmm. really. There's however there is a stream that's going through, but the land is all yellow. Um and this kind of it's kind of interesting because it's almost like the land where he is isn't necessarily prosperous isn't exactly uh thriving but he's looking towards a new land looking towards a new future um and similarly the knight of cups doesn't necessarily care about where he is
0: Mm. he's
1: always looking towards the the future he's he lives in the world of ideas um in in my Meyer briggs in counterpart uh the enfp personality type is very much and uh living in this world of ideas and and will kind of just go off and do things um before they even realize the repercussions of their actions um but sometimes that's the way you got to do things they live they live in this in in their ideals really and they're they're constantly pursuing ideals and um and also thinking about how they can help people and how they can um how they can be um how how they can keep exploring their ideals i'm going to say and and keep answering questions because they they definitely are the kind of people that have a million questions and all the all the time pretty much like the enfp or the knight the enfp but similarly the knight does as well the knight has a lot of questions to answer and is constantly looking to answer them sometimes before uh sometimes they'll they'll even get more questions before they even have answers to those original oh okay yeah
0: exactly Hmm. so when this comes up in a reading then what do you normally attribute it or to the card
1: Oh, I normally pre- uh, attribute this to the idea that uh, answers to your questions lie within your intuition or they'll lie within your dreams, um, because the the Knight of Cups is so intuitive as well. Like all of the court cards in the cup suit are very intuitive. Um, but when it comes to the Knight, he's, he's more about answering questions, but he can also represent some messages. So he can be... Um, messages of love and proposals mm. and marriage in particular because the knight of cups is a huge romantic gotcha he and he's also uh very lucky with the ladies um or or the men he's a big flirt and he loves love <laughs> um yes yeah, so the the knight of cups definitely uh can introduce new new relationships Although he does have that warning, kind of similar to the Page of Cups, to not let your dreams get away from you too much, um, because he can become kind of obsessive, and he can definitely take on more than he is able to handle. Um, he's he's definitely the kind of he's the kind of knight that might win many a lady's heart, and then um, and then you know. All the ladies find out about each other.
0: (laughs) Hmm, that reminds me of someone. (laughs) Does it now? Does it now? Yeah.
1: Um, he's he's a a huge flirt for sure. Um, but he he doesn't really realize all the repercussions of Mm. of his actions, per se. Like he doesn't really mean any harm when he's pursuing multiple relationships. He's just caught up in the moment, pretty much. Um, the Knight of Cups definitely gets caught up in the moment.
0: So he's the guy at the bar flirting with all the girls.
1: Uh, yeah, but you know, while he's flirting with each individual girl, he's imagining like this life with them. Okay. And he he's sincere in the moment. So not totally a player. He's he's not not necessarily a player. Like he's sincere in that moment, okay. and he's. But then he, you know, out of sight, out of mind, and then a new girl comes and. Uh, he start he's completely enamored with her now,
0: right? Gotcha.
1: Yeah, and uh, very much a a person of action, right? He'll he'll pursue relationships when he's not necessarily when he not when he probably shouldn't be. Like he's not exactly the most loyal of uh, of knights to his to his ladies, but he's definitely loyal to his ideals. And he has these very strong dreams. Like, you know, he might have this dream of of finding someone to start a family with and his true love. And he has that dream of finding that. Right. But he doesn't really know how to put it into action, per se. Like, he'll get all these different ladies that could possibly fit that role. But Mm -hmm. he's not necessarily dedicated to any of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Alright so you you, keep, you mentioned He He's reminds so you of Jason Oh my god That's so Jason It's so
0: Jason <laughs> Just especially that latter half How, you're, how you were describing him It's mm-hmm. very much Jason like um, Yeah so uh, Am I good to tell a tale? Oh, yes, yes. Tell us a tale of Jason. Tell you a tale of Jason. We've actually talked about Jason in a previous episode, um, which was episode eight, the episode on the chariot and Medea. Right. But in that episode, we mainly focus on the latter half of Jason's life, so after he you know got the golden fleece he married medea and they kind of had to flee into exile oh right that's yeah. more where um where what we talked about him in in that part of his life but for the knight of cups it's more at the beginning and enduring his his quest right yeah where i feel like he definitely suits this this knight of cups and it's funny that it is a knight and he's a hero considered a hero, so yeah. I feel like that yeah. does kind of fit in there too. Yeah,
1: there's there's definitely this knight in shining armor aspect to the Knight of Cups. Mm-hmm. He, he loves him, he loves to save a damsel in distress, for sure.
0: Yeah, where yeah. uh, Jason does, but he'll also let the damsel save themselves, and he'll he's not. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. This this picture that we have of him is not the best. Um, he is different than the other heroes that we've seen before, especially if we compare him to Heracles, um, talked about Theseus and Perseus before he's different mm-hmm. And I feel especially in um, Ap- Apollonius' I'm saying that wrong uh, the Argonautica he this was written um, in the Hellenistic time. so it's about the third century BCE whereas the story that we have of him in Medea, was written in the fifth century, mm-hmm. but everyone would have, you know, seeing that play would have known the story of Jason and the Argonauts and the Argo, and um, so it it was a story that was well known. It was just, I think, changed a little bit come the third century, um, for for more of an emotional hero and someone that doesn't isn't just hack and slash and Mm -hmm. go for the goal like there are other things they needed a new kind of hero they did and they definitely have that in jason so let me start from the beginning here i guess so again this tale is called the argonautica he was the leader leader of the argonauts um Mm -hmm. in the quest to find the golden fleece which was located in colchis um, and it's interesting, just almost right off the bat, he proves himself to be a different leader because he doesn't assume command. You know, they all, it, the Ar- Argonauts, yeah. they weren't just random people, they were heroes themselves. And it actually takes place almost a generation before the Trojan War. So a lot of the war heroes, like Achilles and Ajax, their fathers were on. On the, this expedition? On the expedition, yeah. Ooh, cool. Yes, so including Heracles. Heracles was also an Argonaut. Um, and this kind of took place at the same time as his labors. So Jason led Her- Heracles? Yes. Technically, yes. That's interesting. But what's interesting is that Heracles let him. So mm-hmm. as soon as they were, you know, again, about to board the Argo, they're like, okay, we need a leader. Yeah. And everyone assumed, because it was Jason's quest that it should be him but he he said no it should be heracles because heracles is the better hero the better man he has more experience but heracles is like uh no it's (laughs) your quest this is your quest this should be you so it was it's a lot more democratic in that sense Mm -hmm. he didn't just take control and take command as again a previous hero like heracles would
1: yeah, well, that's definitely the the ENFP style as well. Like, if I'm going to talk about Meyer Briggs, uh, he like a, a Meyer Briggs ENFP definitely likes seeing each person shine for themselves, um, and will kind of guide them, but not necessarily
0: direct. Yes, and that's more yeah. of of how Jason was. He was more of a leader yeah. rather than a dictator.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So again, that that. The different kind of hero, mm-hmm. um, and on the way to Colchis, he they stopped a long way, different places. So one place I'm going to mention again, thinking of him as kind of a ladies' man a little bit, or easily to fall in love. They yeah. um, stopped at the island of Lesbos, where there were a whole bunch of women, and all the men had left. Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> So here comes the land of women. The land of women because they killed their husbands. (laughs) Oh, dear. Yes. Oh, dear. Yeah. So basically, I'll I'll backtrack a little bit. Okay. So what happened there, the women um, stopped, quote unquote, praying to Aphrodite. So they stopped having sex with their husbands. Okay. Husbands got mad or Aphrodite got mad and made the women smell not very nice So the men stopped sleeping with them as well because of this and started taking concubines and the wives became upset and killed all the men. Wow. Okay. That sounds horrible. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. So Jason and. So so like the the story, the moral of the story is have sex. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That is what you are supposed to do.
0: I guess, yeah. So. According, According to them. According to them. Yeah. According to them, that's what you're supposed to do. World and story. Keep having sex. Yes. Yeah. Don't make Aphrodite angry. Um, so when they come upon this island, uh, you know, boatload of guys, island with a whole bunch of women, um, yeah. Jace, they inevitably go and fall in quote-unquote love and lust. They and fall in Aphrodite. They fall in Aphrodite. And Jason actually falls in love with the queen. Of course, the queen of them. the queen, the yeah. queen of them, and um, in some other myths, they actually have a child together. Oh my! But um, he's already with Medea at this point, right? No, so this is before. No, so this is his first lady. This is his first lady. Okay, first okay. lady. Um and they're happy to stay there even though he has this quest that he's supposed to be on. He's like, oh, yeah. but this is nice. Like I, you know, we have mm-hmm. we have a bunch of women, we have a bunch of women. We have food. Like yeah. we're good here. But Heracles was like, no, like we have a quest. Like come on, guys, we we <laughs> gotta go do this. And so like, oh, okay, like I guess, guess. <laughs> I guess we'll go and do the thing. And so they do end up leaving. Yeah. Um, because of Heracles is like, okay, we gotta go. Um, good old Heracles being the, the the silent ruler he is. He, exactly. I really feel like he is a good foil to Jason at the beginning of the tale. Um, yeah. He eventually does leave. Some stuff happens, and, and he leaves, doesn't join them all the way. Mm-hmm. But once they arrive at Colchis, um, that's, uh, we mentioned it last week too, Eros made Medea fall in love with Jason to help him on his quest. So right, that's yeah. when... She fell in love and she's like, Oh, you know, I'll help you. This is what you need to do. It was she really difficult. Her family, she yeah. completely betrays her family because she's in love with him and he kind of just goes along with it. Right. He's like, Oh, okay. Yeah, she'll. Oh, you're in love me. with me? You'll help I'll with me. me? That's great. Yeah. Sure. Oh, oh, of course I'll bring you with me. You know he has this like oink, oink. other woman. Who's
1: yes. Just left. But yeah.
0: I, yeah, he just left another woman. He had no intention of going back to her. And I don't think he had any intention of bringing medea with him either he's mm-hmm. like oh yeah you can definitely help me sure i'll bring you but uh, because of her almost like tenacity she made sure like no like if i'm doing this yeah you, you are marrying me like i'm going with you because i because i won't have a home i won't have a home left, yeah. a home left. and so if you remember in episode in our first episode we talked yeah. about theseus and ariadne yeah it was a similar story well yeah. actually ariadne and medea were cousins
1: Oh, it runs in the
0: family. It definitely runs in the family. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. So it turns out in the end um, for, well, no, not even because, again, the episode of the chariot, it doesn't really, turns out for a while, he does, I don't know, I think he loved her, but he loved himself more. Okay.
1: Yeah. So he he ends up leaving her and uh, she gets
0: super mad. Oh, yes. She gets <laughs> she, super mad. She gets very mad, and rightfully so. Again, yeah. she did so many things for him, helped him get the fleece, killed did... her brother, left body parts. Oh, my. Did he... Jason at least, like, learn his
1: lesson after Medea? Did uh, he stop that? Did he stop there? Or... He did, That's yes. good. Yeah, yeah. He,
0: he did eventually learn. Um, but again, this the idea of this different type of hero letting... Mm-hmm her kind of do the heavy lifting yeah exactly very much so for like during the quest and after the quest so the reason he went on um this quest is that his i believe it was his uncle this is very typical Mm -hmm. again storyline uncle took over it's supposed to be his throne so he goes on the quest comes back uncle still no i'm not gonna
1: i guess in some ways it's kind of like this, like thinking about the stories before this this story this is probably one of the first stories where a woman is actually useful definitely to the hero right like instead of just being a a prize to be won she's actually the one doing yes the, the heroing
0: yes. for the hero definitely we yeah. see women are playing a much more prominent role in yeah. this story than in previous ones with medea and hippolyte the the other one, the other girl Reco- from like recognizing Boys. that women yeah. are,
1: are per are people. They are people, yeah. yeah. At or the at the time, maybe not not
0: yet, but no, right? <laughs> but they're at least capable of doing things other yes. than looking pretty. Definitely, yeah. yes. I feel like that was his job throughout. This was show up out of town, look pretty, the women that, fall in love and do true. things that for It was him. more
1: Jason's job, wasn't it? It's like, yeah. I'm looking pretty, and
0: now the women are going to do things yeah. for me. That's his superpower. Oh, my. Looking pretty and being emotional and showing his care and compassion. So that's why I feel like he kind of suits the the Knight of Cups there. In, in that case?
1: Mm-hmm. uh Well, definitely with the, with the falling in love with women and, and uh, making them want to you know be part of this vision he has as well right yes I would definitely say that's that's kind of the knight of cups um the knight of like although although I think it's possible for the knight of cups to get like to become kind of a womanizer
0: uh that's not normally the the interpretation that happens Mm -hmm. in tarot and I feel like it wasn't his that wasn't his intention yeah either yeah
1: to To do that. To do that.
0: Yeah. It just kind of... It, but it's one
1: of the unforeseen repercussions mm-hmm. of of his actions, right? And, yeah. And
0: that's very Knight of Cups. Though. And letting his, like, emotions kind of guide him instead exactly. of his intellect. And again, especially because once he got to Medea, Heracles wasn't there anymore. And I feel like Heracles almost served as his conscience. Yeah. However, Jason's that.
1: intuition and feelings did end up leading him towards success as well, right? Like... It did. Yeah. Eros helped. Eros too. helped
0: for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, well, like the Knight of Cups, I think, like the Knight of Cups definitely um, talks about emotions and and your intuition being something that can lead you to success. But similarly, it's also, it does have that negative side effect to it as well that you don't, if you're not using, like if um, if you're using purely intuition and emotions, there is that possibility of not knowing necessarily repercussions of your actions right
0: that's true and it might
1: lead you to where you need to go but you might not necessarily like the method
0: yeah the method of how you got there and yeah. even even the, res- the end result because the end mm-hmm. result for him he didn't become king mm-hmm. he had to leave because medea killed his uncle and everyone was upset with him and so yeah. he had to again be in exile with a woman from a different place no One like that, and then yeah. when he tried to marry a princess, Medea got mad and killed the princess, killed their kids, and he had nothing. Yes, so I feel like when he started using his head instead of his heart and emotions, that's when things you really got said messed something up. He did, yeah, what did I say? You're like it when he started using his head instead of his other head. Oh. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Weird. <laughs> yes, I had yeah. to laugh there. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> It is yeah. head no I, I was gonna say i think i was gonna heart. say heart yeah. instead of you like did, you did say heart i did you did say heart it's i was fine. just thought it.
1: <laughs> <So> anyways <laughs> yes um yeah so it it kind of shows the both sides that yeah he might have you know
0: there it can take you it can only take you so far pretty much definitely yes your emotions your intuition can only Mm -hmm. do so much and you need to do you need to kind of step up for the rest of the way especially the action thinking about the knight of cups being more of an action card and an action person yeah um well like sometimes the knight of cups also represents um like an unbalanced relationship
1: like one where what one where one partner is, like, kind of idealized more than the other. Mm. Um, and so that's kind of similar in, like, the Medea-Jason relationship. Ex- yeah. Where Medea was was um, idolizing Jason and not seeing his faults and not mm-hmm. seeing his downs, like, the Until downside Until it was there. too late. Um, so the Knight of Cups definitely can play that warning role. So I think that's a really good story to associate with the Knight of Cups, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah so he he's got that warning of getting too wrapped up in your dreams too wrapped up in your idealism um however he also he also very much advocates to still have those dreams still have those those ideals uh because without them he he very strongly advocates that you will just miss out on on the joy some of the joys of life Mm -hmm, definitely Um, yeah Yes. Uh, all right. So are we yeah. pretty good? Oh, yeah. yeah we're, we're, good. we're good on time. Uh, yes. So... Uh, Take it away, Biddy.
0: Oh, brings us to the end. To the end. Thank you again so much for listening today. If you'd like to support the show, the easiest way to do so is to tell a friend and spread the word. You can also leave us a review on iTunes, which helps more people to find the show. And it is really quick and easy to do. And we would very much appreciate it. And we would give you a shout out on the podcast. Indeed. We also have a Facebook group um, and Instagram page. We are at Love. And what do we got going on next week? Next week we are looking at the Queen of Cups. Yes. Yes. So we're
1: we're going in the order of Page, Knight, Queen, and King. Although sometimes uh, in tarot we do like to put the Queen at the very top, but this time we're going to put the Queen the second top.
0: Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Like oh, so like Page, Knight, King, Queen. Yeah. But ah. this time we're gonna go Queen queen thing. then king that's fine yeah. we start the new year with the queen exactly. I like that exactly
1: the new year is going to be the queen of cups uh, yes so our our parting words for today our words of wisdom are coming from America, the American Tarot Association follow your dreams do not let them become an obsession develop your imagination and let it guide you but never let it rule you or lead you to ruin show love But do not go overboard and become committed to something you cannot handle. Milk and tarot, where do the ideas go? Let's talk about stories, cups, and symbols, and all of the above.
0: Miss Tara.